Hello and welcome to Anal. I'm just kidding. Do it. I'm just kidding. No. I don't know this field. I don't. I don't know. Performance anxiety. Performance anxiety. Okay. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> From Relay FM, this is Analog, episode 20. This show is brought to you by lynda.com, where you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts. For a 10-day free trial, visit lynda.com slash analog and Squarespace. Start here, go anywhere. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined by Mr. Casey Liss. Well, hello there, well, hello, Casey. Mike. How's things? I was going for some drama. <laughs> I don't know if you got that. I, I totally got it. Um, we are recording this a couple of days before Christmas, but we won't release it until several days after Christmas. So let me stop, ask you. Stop breaking the fourth wall. Uh, too late. How was your Christmas, Mike? Oh, it was fantastic. I had th- the best time. Oh, Casey, I didn't like it. It was really sad. Oh, Casey, yeah, it was fine. So that gives us for the editing, <laughs> you know, so we can kind of just, we can do what we need. Well, uh, so I, I, I need to do the same thing now. So go ahead and ask me. Okay. Casey Liss, how was your Christmas? You know, it was incredible. And the thing that floored me the most is the gift that Aaron got me. I I can't even describe it. It was so amazing. And I am overjoyed to have received it. That's the only one I need. You can just roll with that. Yeah, I'll roll with that. Or I could do one of those things. So we're like, it'd be like, oh, it was really nice. And I really, (laughs) I had a good afternoon. You know, we can do that kind of thing. We can go for that. Sounds like a plan. All right. Now that we've totally derailed the show, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, well, I want to do a bit of follow-up. Well, let's do that. So this is follow-up that's going to make sense to very few people. Uh, on last week's show, I said that Lethal Bizzle and Dizzy Rascal were crunk acts. They're actually grime acts, as was corrected for me by Ben Walker, who's a good friend of the show. Um, ben and me share similar music tastes. And as I was saying that last week, I knew I felt like I was saying something wrong, but I went with it anyway. And I shouldn't have gone with it because Ben was right to point me out. They are actually grime. All right. Well, I'm glad that we've clarified that since I know nothing of the differences. But all right. <laughs> Go team. This is some great feedback from listener Bruce. Listener Bruce is a fan of the Luminaria lights in California. And uh, Bruce sent us in a picture, which I'm going to put in the show notes, and also a link to Wikipedia to explain Luminaria. But for anybody that doesn't know, these are paper bags of candles that inside them, uh, sorry, with candles inside them, that adorn the streets. So that people lay them out across the streets, across the roads, as uh, a tradition of new that's in new mexico and the southwest of america at christmas time traditional christmas eve luminarias are said to originate from spaniard merchants they were impressed with the paper lanterns from the chinese culture and decided to make their own version when they returned to new spain particularly during the christmas season Uh, yeah the picture that i've seen is uh, really really cool and i could swear that somebody in richmond had sent me a similar image in the last few days. And I'd never heard of this being a thing in Richmond, but either I'm getting my wires crossed and it wasn't Richmond or alternatively, I just can't remember who it was. So apologies to whoever that was. But um, but yeah, this is this is something I've not seen before, but it's, it's a very UK way of doing it in that it's very uh, 
sensible and very quiet and not too showy. Uh, Mike and I exchanged um, a picture that he had taken of a house somewhere in the UK. I couldn't even tell you how close it was to your place. And it was the most unremarkable Christmas lights display I've ever seen. And Mike proceeded to explain to me via iMessage about how brash and over the top it was. When people walk past this house, they laugh and take photos. I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. It was not really very impressive, to be honest with you, but um, apparently it was too much for the stiff upper British lip. Stiff British upper lip? Whatever. You know what I mean. Yeah, whatever. We can go with that. All right. So uh, any other follow-up? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, lots of people have been sending us pictures of lights this week. And also we've received some like Merry slash Happy Christmas follow-up. I think I kind of got all that a bit jumbled last week. Typically oh. in the UK, we do say like Happy Christmas mm-hmm. to, to each other. That That's kind of it. I feel, I feel like I maybe said Merry Christmas too many times. Okay. So we've successfully Americanized you. Uh, yeah, I think, I think so. I actually, yes, I'm, I'm basically <laughs> just 100% American now. I speak simplified English. Oh, um, would you stop it with that? I guess the worst. What? Oh, simplified English because it's I, for America. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I, I never said that. I never said that. You at know, all, did I? if you if people haven't seen that image that's been circling around Twitter seven times lately, they're going to be very confused. So if we remember, we should put it in the show notes, and we'll probably forget, and then it'll be a, a quest for people to go on. Um, anyway, uh, do you want to tell us about something that's very awesome? I sure would, and that's our friends over at Linda it's time to kickstart your new year and challenge yourself to learn something new and you can do this with a 10-day free trial from lynda.com lynda is used by millions of people around the world and has over 3,000 courses on topics like web development photography visual design and business as well as software training like excel wordpress photoshop and many more all of their courses are taught by experts and new courses are added to the site every single week whether you want to set new financial goals find a better work-life balance which is something we've spoken about on this show quite a bit maybe you want to invest in a new hobby ask your boss for a raise find a new job or improve on your current job skills in 2015 lynda.com can help you with all of this and so much more and they have something for everyone once you sign up for lynda.com you'll get unlimited access to every single course You'll get access to view tutorials on tablets and mobile devices with their apps for iOS and Android. And you'll get access to the new courses that they add every single week. Linda have highlighted a few courses and videos that they think you might like. I don't necessarily mean you, Casey. I mean everybody, but you may like them too. Maybe you want to learn a bit about WordPress. They have a central training on that. They have uh, a great course by Jeffrey Zeldman about 20 years of web design and the community that's built around that. And they have something called Code Clinic, which is an innovative series where each month Linda.com issues a code challenge and authors share their solutions using a variety of different programming languages. So you can see how something is tackled in different languages. Maybe you can use that to try and help you learn. Or maybe you want to learn a little about photography we've spoken about that a bunch on this show they have courses for all of the major photography apps like lightroom aperture photoshop and more but they can also help you with practical things too like how to set the perfect lighting or snap the perfect portrait do something good for yourself in 2015 and sign up for a free 10-day trial to lynda.com by visiting lynda.com analog go ahead we challenge you to learn something new in 2015 thank you so much lynda.com for supporting this show and all of relay fm so that's kind of a really good unintentional segue. 
That was really don't, committed. Don't consider these things unintentional, Casey. Does. <laughs> it also right. is really committal of me. Kind of a really good yeah, way to go. Anyway, um, so let me try that again. We'll edit this in post. That was a really good segue, Mike. <laughs> we're professionals. Oh, we're so good at what we do. Indeed. So what are we talking about tonight? So I want to talk a bit about New Year's resolutions with you. Um, so have you ever set or do you set New Year's resolutions? I am, speaking of non-committal, the least committal or committed, I guess I should say, New Year's resolution setter ever. And I can't remember a time I was ever really serious about a New Year's resolution. Um, I'm not one of those people that like goes to the gym for two weeks in January and then never again. I just never even start. So hooray me. Um, Please email Mike. But um, no, I've never really been into New Year's resolutions that much. And there have been times I've tried. and, And actually this year, I'd like to try again. And we'll talk about that in a minute. But I'm typically not that into it. What about you? I have. I definitely have uh, tried many different... I I think most people have gone through maybe a stage where they've set them at least a couple of times in their life. But I do take the end of the year as a time to kind of reflect a little bit um, and set some goals for myself. Mm -hmm. And I I, I do do this, and I have done this, and maybe it's because I come from a corporate culture. You know, that's kind of where I learned kind of everything about business in, and, and in, a, in a big corporation you, you you know you have your objectives every year and you have the goals that you need to set and the actions and all that stuff do you do do you set goals and objectives in your professional life Casey Liss I do but they don't really matter like I don't mean that to be flippant but when you're a consultant your only purpose in life is to bill a client And again, I don't mean that to be flippant. It's just, that's how we make money. Our product is my time. And so if I'm not billing a client, then I'm not making money. And then I'm kind of sort of useless. And so I've always found it quite comical. And this is not the first consulting job I've had. This is actually the third. Um, I always find it funny to set like goals and whatnot for the year, because inevitably during the year, what ends up happening is all of my superiors do everything in their power to keep me on projects and billing clients. And then I never have time to do anything else. And so it's all like hand wavy, all for show. Yes, I would love to learn these three new languages and do these 13 other things. But in the end of the day, all that matters is I bill time. So do you have like, like, I don't want to put you on the spot, but like, do you have every year, do you sit down with your boss and go through your objectives? Oh, yeah. And then and, and assess if you've met them. Because that was something that, that, um, that, that I used to do quite a lot, but I found that in my company, you kind of ignored them. And it yep. was like, d- did you do your job pretty well? Were you a nice guy? Uh, yeah, well, then you're probably going to get a good review because no one's going to pay attention to these objectives later because the objectives can say whatever they want. But if your boss doesn't like you, like that's a whole different scenario, right? Because yep. you can't avoid that stuff, even if you want to and you try and build a culture around it. You know, We set fair objectives and everybody has standardized objectives. Yeah, I completely agree. still conducted by a human being. Exactly. And and that's the thing. And, and I bring up consulting because w- when you're in a more traditional business scenario, like your bank, where you guys have products and you have a business of selling things, maybe it's services like financial services, but it's still a product. Whereas for us, the product is my time. And so 
I would argue, although you may tell me I'm wrong, that when you're in a more traditional business, you have time to do developmental things as long as you're getting the basic requirements of your job done. Whereas, well, in theory anyway, whereas at my job, if I'm doing anything but billing a client, I'm wasting my time. So because the th- the thing is like w- what I think that you're misunder- misunderstanding is the fundamental way in which people work right because you you're paid directly for your time yeah mm-hmm. to do your job but it's like if you imagine the inverse of that so what you're doing is eventually producing a product at the end or something at the sure. end the end of a project I still have to produce the ends of the projects right they just right. don't take account of my time between A to B Mm-hmm. So I don't need to, I don't have billable hours, but I still need to do the work, right? So I'm given a project and I have to do it or had to do it. So it's the same sort of idea, but just the fundamentals are different. Yeah, I guess that so makes like sense. So like the way that you get from A to B is different, but you sure. still have to get from A to B and it's demanding and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So let me ask you, have you and Stephen had your reviews with each other for the end of 2014 have you set your personal development plan for 2015 yet interestingly that's not a bad idea uh (laughs) it's probably the first he hears of it but i think it would be quite good if if me and him sat down and agreed what we want but we talk about a lot like we're always talking about what do we want (laughs) school when do we want it um (laughs) (laughs) You know, what what do we want Relay to achieve and kind of what are our goals and where do we want it to go? And and I have I have my own goals of what I want to what I want to personally achieve and what I want to see Relay achieve. Right. And uh, I want I want to tell you I want to talk to talk to you about some of those. Excellent. Well, let's do that. So because I I, every year, every year I like to think about what do I want to do? What do I want to achieve? And, And I've been very fortunate and I've worked very hard and I've every year there are thereabouts I've achieved them or I end up achieving the goals that I set for myself you know I remember when I wanted to have total 100,000 downloads from all the shows that I do and and I achieved that Um, and then I wanted it to be you know I want to be able to sell ads and have people buy ads and I achieved that and then it was, you know, I want to be able to be on five by five. And, you know, I achieved that goal. And, you know, and then, oh, I want to take this stuff full time. And I've just achieved that one. So some of these have been long term goals. Some of them I achieved quicker than I expected. Um, but it's kind of my my goals for 2015, are I want Relay or a show on Relay to win an award of some kind, like okay. an iTunes best of 2015. I would really like us to get that. That's okay. something that I would like very much. I would like us to have some sort of like professional recognition. So mm-hmm. that'd be quite nice, you know. But what do you do? What do you do to tangibly achieve that? Make something awesome. Well, that was a little more hand wavy than I wanted, but I mean that's well, a fair no, answer. I, I don't believe in trying to manipulate my way into that. Like I could email people in iTunes and ask them about the awards in November. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to do that because that's not how I believe in doing things. Right, right. I'm sure there are some people that do that, and I think that's fine because if that's the if if you then succeed, then you've done a better job than I have in theory because you've achieved the goal where I probably won't achieve the goal. Uh, but I would, it's something that I really want to be able to do. I I want us to win something like that, and the the way that I will do that mm-hmm. is by just trying to make the best thing I can. Yeah, and I agree with you. And 
I don't want to derail the conversation because I, I would like to continue talking about New Year's resolutions. But um, one thing that I've always wondered in my career, especially in my regular job, is what's a, what's an appropriate amount of self promotion, and what do you how do you get ahead by the traditional definition of climbing the corporate ladder? in a traditional job. And I'm of the opinion, much like you are, it sounds that, you know what, my work should speak for itself. And if I have to go kind of hinting at how awesome I am, or if I have to remind my boss or my boss's boss about this awesome thing I did the other day, I just don't think that's appropriate. And like I had a friend years ago in one of my past jobs who used to assemble like a portfolio every year and hand it to his boss. And basically the implication was, this is why I'm awesome and I deserve a humongous fat raise. And that just feels sleazy to me. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. And you could make a very impassioned, very reasonable argument that that's a better approach. And that maybe, Mike, you and I are not getting ahead as quickly as we should or perhaps deserve because we're not as aggressive about it. But I'm with you, man. That just feels aggressive, like in a bad way. A portfolio is a little much, but I do think that you need to. And I do. And don't take me wrong. Like, I, I would always have found a way to just try and show my boss that I was doing something awesome, you know, but I wouldn't be crazy about it. But, you know, I would bring it up and be like, look, I've done this or I've done this. And I would try and highlight some of my achievements, but I definitely wouldn't go to the level of creating a a, a packet every year of the great work that I've done. But if I right. do, you know, if I do something awesome, I like to talk about it. Um, like if we, if we won an award, I'm not going to keep my mouth shut about it. Sure, you but know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be proud of it. But in this, I was saying the same vein. I'm not I'm not going around and begging for it. That's the thing. It, as the end of the year comes to an end, right? That's the thing I find frustrating. It's like, hey, did you know I did this amazing thing? Hey, did you know that that analog had eleven gazillion downloads? I I don't. Oh, it's award season. Oh, who knew? I just was reminding you. That's all. Not you that know. I'm saying that I know because I don't that anybody does that. But I'm just saying that that's not something that I would want to do. Exactly. You could exactly. you could very easily do it, whether it would work or not. You could just do it, but I don't do it. Exactly. So anyway, I'm sorry we've gotten totally derailed. So you no, were starting. No, it's not derailed. So we were talking about your goals for relay, and you said you'd like to win an award. Yep. I mean, obviously, uh, I've, I've spoken about this. Like a goal for us uh, is a little more diversity mm-hmm. on relay. Mm-hmm. A big thing, and we're working on that. We're working really hard on that. Um, and I think we're going to achieve that quite early into 2015. That uh, knock on wood. I haven't got any wood around me. Is there any wood around you? No. Okay, great. Well, that's failed then. <laughs> Hang on. I'm going over to knock on wood. There we go. Uh, so hopefully that, that will all work itself out. Wait a soon. second. Wait a second. Wait a second. You are American because isn't it touch wood? Yeah, I guess touch wood. Yeah, knock on wood. Yeah, it, it, I just Americanized that. Oh, man. I don't even realize I do these things. Oh, man, that's that's fantastic. I'm so proud of our country. Another goal for next year <laughs> is to correctly uh, Englishize myself again. <laughs> Breaking news. That just happened. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Um, I'm I'm working on a new thing. Uh, I have a new, new little project that, that I'm working on. Um, and I want that to be a success, um, obviously, but it's kind of like the the thing that I have hoped that I would be able to do the fact, because I have time, I don't like to, to tease things too much, you know, because it kind of gets a bit annoying. Sure. Um, 
but I, I have a new project that I'm working on and, and I hope that it's going to be successful because it's something that uh, I've put a lot of thought into and I'm about to start putting a lot of work into. Excellent. Um, and I want to be able to financially be quite comfortable this year. I don't want to have to go back and get a full-time job again uh, or even a part-time job. So, you know, it's a goal for me to continue working hard at this and bringing in the advertisers and not having – I kind of just want to not have to worry about money. As I said, I think I said here and I said it in other places, I, I'm not interested in being a millionaire. Mm-hmm from this i just want to be able to live comfortably and so i want to continue driving towards that do you have Uh, a definition for living comfortably or is it just kind of yeah you know when you get there slightly more than i need that's that's actually a pretty darn good answer fair enough like so i basically just want it to be that like there's money in my bank account when i need there to be money in my bank account Mm -hmm. and i can have some luxuries and i don't have to like be sitting up at night at two in the morning terrified because the check hasn't come in. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. And, you know, one of the best things that ever happened to me was my first job was um, doing development for a very, very small company that wrote um, slot machines for the Oklahoma casino or um, Native American casino market. So it's a very small market. There wasn't a lot of money there. And that's where the job was. And so I wasn't paid particularly well at all. And this was right out of school. And I remember vividly that I would weigh the pros and cons of getting myself a special treat for dinner, like a Big Mac at McDonald's. And I don't want to hear about how disgusting McDonald's is. If you don't like McDonald's, that's fine. But at the time, it was a special treat for me to spend what was probably between 5 and $10 to get a Big Mac fries and a Diet Coke at McDonald's. And that was like my once a week huge special treat. And I had to really think about whether or not that was a worthwhile expenditure of money. And now fast forward 10 years, and I'm not as concerned with one Big Mac. And that's that's an amazing, wonderful place to be that I think I will only appreciate because I went through the other side where it was a difficult decision. And so I'm very thankful for it. So that makes perfect sense. I love your love for McDonald's. I really do. I know that's such a stereotypically American thing to do, but well, I love McDonald's breakfast. I don't often eat McDonald's lunch or dinner anymore, but God, their breakfasts are amazing. I'm a big fan of McDonald's breakfast. Oh, it's and so you know, every now and then it's a, it is a treat and it's a disgusting treat, but it's a treat. Uh, yep. And, and I, buy, I, I totally buy into that as well. I mean, like when I was growing up, I mean, McDonald's, man, that was like an event. Yeah. Cause there wasn't many, there, there really wasn't many. Sure. You had to drive to McDonald's, right? You, you were getting in the car and you were going to go to one. It wasn't like you just come across them. You, but is, you, that the, would, is that the case now that you oh, would come across them? They're everywhere. That's what I thought. But I've, I mean, I haven't been to the UK in several years and I don't recall having played spot the McDonald's or anything like that. So Yeah, no, they're everywhere. I mean, you know, they're everywhere you would expect them to be. You sure. know, they're in malls, they're on like, you know, they're on service stations, you know, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, or at least, you know, if it's not McDonald's, there's a Burger King. But, you know, like you get the idea. But there, there are lots and lots of McDonald's here. But when I was a kid, I remember it was like a big thing. And the McDonald's birthday party was also a big thing. Ah, uh, yeah. I don't know if I ever did that but i know what you're talking about yeah so like if somebody had a mcdonald's birthday party boy yeah that was you know they they were the cool kids 
God, what a so. what a great piece of marketing, especially to a, uh, speaking to a past marketer. Perhaps you would still consider yourself one, I guess. But uh, what a great piece of marketing that hey, if you come to this restaurant, you're the baller of the group. You're the you're the cool guy or girl of the mm-hmm. group. Like oh God, good for McDonald's for figuring that out. I don't even know if it was intentional though. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. I remember vividly. Uh, this is the the episode of getting derailed constantly. Um, I remember vividly when they had like the, the super Mario brothers, um, happy meal treats when I was like coming of age. And so they had like the Koopa Troopa and the, um, and I forget what else was there was like a little Bowser. And Oh my God, I begged my parents to go to McDonald's every five minutes so I could try to get a different happy meal treat. Cause you know, you never, you never uh, saw what it was going to be in advance. You know, that was part of the the genius of it. And, you know, I ended up with like seven of the crappiest ones. But, oh, man, I remember that vividly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm sorry. So uh, what else about uh, goals and objectives? Anything else for next year? Um, I think that that might that they're my main ones, at least, you know, that's kind of where where I am. Do you have any? Like I know you mentioned it, but do you have any goals that you you you've got set for yourself, like for your uh, out of day job, out of a job job um, <laughs> work? Do you have do you have goals for that stuff? I do. Um, I have the same goal as every other human on the planet, basically, which is to you know eat better and perhaps drop a couple of pounds. I don't I don't think I need to drop very much, but I certainly am am getting a little more portly as the days go on. But um but the the only thing that I and I think the one resolution if you could call it that, although I like the word goal a lot more. The one goal that I have is I need to stop arguing on the internet. And I think this is going to take a while to talk about. So before we do that, why don't you tell me about something else that's awesome? I'm excited about this. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it fast and easy to create your own professional website, portfolio, and online store. For a free trial and 10% off, visit squarespace.com and enter the offer code FEELS at checkout. With Squarespace, start here, go anywhere. When it comes to finding a place for yourself on the internet, there is nowhere better than Squarespace. They give you all of the power that you need. They put it right in the palm of your hands and take away the things that frustrate you. You don't have to worry about hosting. You don't have to worry about getting linked to from Casey Liss's fantastic website. It's not going to take you down with Squarespace because they take care of all that stuff for you. The scaling, the hosting, it's all there. If you get stuck with something, they have fantastic support and they can help you out. Squarespace's templates are really beautiful. They're really clean they're nice and simple they all feature responsive web design they look incredible totally professional and they look even better with squarespace 7 which is their recently released update they threw a bunch of new templates in there 15 new ones in total they all as i mentioned they all feature responsive web design they look great on phones tablets desktops they've partnered with musicians they've partnered with artists architects and chefs to develop these new templates they make sure they have stuff that looks great for everything but they have stuff that caters to specific professions as well they have look squarespace have applied all of the stuff that they've learned overpowering millions of new sites on the web to continue to advance their platform one of the new things that they have is a cover page 
has allowed you to create something really great with just a single page website. And it has all of the power of a full Squarespace site. They're really cool for personal websites. Maybe you want to make a full page intro or a standalone website for an important announcement. And as we head into a new year, why not give your site a lovely fresh lick of paint with a cover page? You can give people a nice intro when they arrive, some quick links for where to go. I've been playing with this recently and I actually really like the approach. I've been setting up this little website and I've put a cover page on there and it's just simple and it makes me think about what type of things do I actually need to be here it's a really cool thing make it make it your new year's resolution to give cover pages a try with Squarespace Squarespace have great support 24 7 with live chat and email they have teams located in New York Dublin and Ireland who are there to help you Squarespace commerce which allows anyone to add a store to their Squarespace site we've been using them for our relay store and couldn't be any more impressed with how easy it is to use and all the integrations that they have with other services is awesome if you sign up for a year right now you'll also get a free domain name it allows you to choose exactly what your site what you want your site to be called and their plan start at just eight dollars a month you can sign up right now no credit card required sign up for your free trial by going to squarespace.com and when you do use the offer code feels f-e-e-l-s to get 10 percent off your first purchase and to show your support for analog we thank squarespace for their support of this show and all of relay fm as squarespace start here go anywhere okay so let's talk about my goal for 2015 which is to stop arguing on the internet. And I think that phrase came from Merlin Mann, who at some point or another, probably in Back to Work, said that he likes to reply to people who are kind of trolling him or just trying to start a fight. Um, I don't, sorry, I don't argue on the internet. And I need to do better with that. And I was reminded of this very recently, actually, and because of this show, as it turns out. And recently we got a one-line email, and I don't have it in front of me, and I genuinely do not remember who sent it to me, and that's going to become pertinent here in a second. But we got a one-line email that said something along the lines of, thank you very little for not attributing my, or you know, crediting me for some question. And there was a question that we answered on the show just two or three weeks ago. Now, I'm at a bit of an impasse because given that this person was upset about us not attributing them, I almost feel compelled to attribute them for this email to write that wrong. However, I'm about to tell you that if I was you, Casey, (laughs) because I don't think that's the intention. Right. So, however, I'm going to spend the next few minutes talking about how much that email bothered me and about how much I think I handled it poorly. And so because of that, in the interest of doing the right thing and not publicly shaming this individual, I'm not going to name this individual, but instead, let's call this person, uh, let's call this person Charlie, which is not their name. I want to take a time out here for a moment. Mm-hmm. So what we, are, what we are engaging in here is a discussion about not arguing on the internet. So when you when you start to talk about this, you say how the email upset you and annoyed you, and we'll talk about why, and we can talk a little bit more about that. However, I feel you getting angry here. <laughs> Just a little bit, yes. Which is exactly what you're trying not to do. Right, that's the thing. Right? You're absolutely right. So... I think you need to take a breather and then we can continue this discussion. <laughs> but I just wanted to point that out to you is I can feel the anger in you coming here. It's which true. is exactly what you're trying not to do. So you're we right, need to right. try and be a bit more leveled in this. Uh, my apologies to everyone. You um, don't need to apologize. And I'm not, I'm not 
pointing this out because I think you're doing something wrong. I'm, I'm merely pointing this out to you because you are allowing yourself to to do exactly what you're trying to stop yourself <laughs> from doing. No, you're so right, and I appreciate yeah. it. So yeah, so this email was, and, and literally the entire email, again, this isn't verbatim, but the entire email was, thanks, thank you very little for not crediting me for that question. Now, I didn't even know specifically what it was referring to, and I don't, I don't think Mike did either. And so one of the two of us replied and basically said, in so many words, what are you talking about? They said it nicer, but that was basically the message was, what are you talking about? And the person wrote back, uh, Charlie wrote back and said, oh, well, you know, Casey answered my question on the show and he didn't say who it was from. Okay. So I wrote back and so the, the problem came that I felt like this person wrote a really passive aggressive email, which I, I don't think anyone really responds well to, but I really don't respond well to. And because I'm a child, I responded by amping up my own passive aggression. <laughs> And so I said, I should find my email, but I'm not going to because it'll take me too long. But I said something along the lines of, listen, this show is done off the cuff. It's done stream of consciousness. We try our best to prepare as best we can, but sometimes we slip up. Sometimes we don't have things in the show notes that we should. Now, in the defense of Charlie, he was in the show notes and I just missed it. But at the time, I wasn't 100% sure of this. So, so, you know, sometimes I slip up, sometimes I make mistakes, but, you know, you could do a, you could, if, if what you were trying to accomplish was make me angry with your passive aggressive email, then you know what? Congratulations. It worked. Now that's not the right way to respond to that. No, I, I, I mean, so I've read this, uh, and I was, uh, a little shocked, um, by my email or by the original one. By your email. Because okay. the original email I thought was a bit like, you know, okay. And I kind of just, I was, I responded to it because I didn't want to argue or, or bring up anything because clearly we had upset Charlie. Uh, and I kind of just was like, I apologize for the error. Like, if, you know, I didn't really see it as a thing, but if you see it as a thing, fine. Here's an apology. Which is, to be clear, I think you handled it the way you should have and the way I should have, which is to just say, you know what, I'm sorry, and move on with your life. That's what I wish I had done, but I didn't. No, and so I kind of sent you a message and I was like, whoa, buddy, <laughs> you're right over there? And, and we spoke about it and, and I, I understand where you're coming from and, and I want to talk about not right now, but in a moment, about my sort of approach to internet arguing. But I can see why you were upset. However, what these emails do is they prompt further emails. Yep. So, so, so I have found my response, okay. and I found the original email. The original email was very short. Thank you very little for giving me credit for the question regarding blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to say it just in case that lets you identify this person, that lets you identify Charlie. So I replied, Charlie, it's not the first time it's happened. It's not the last time it will happen. This may, well, this may be the most passive-aggressive way to express your discontent, however. We try to cite the source of questions, but sometimes I remember off the cuff something I read in the show notes in the past. That was the case with your question. It didn't seem worth it to me to derail the show just to be able to cite my source. My apologies for not derailing the show that thousands listen to so you would be credited in the way you're satisfied with. 
that is without question, extremely passive aggressive on my part. And I'm kind of smug about it because I do think it's kind of funny, but jokes aside, it, it's not, what does that help? What am I accomplishing by doing that? In the heat of the moment, I'm accomplishing, you know, kind of saying a lot of four letter expletives in a, in a very roundabout way back to this person. Yeah, you are. Yeah. But, but what is that really accomplishing? Like, you know, it gets, it gets the anger out of my system for 10 minutes and then it get then that anger gets replaced with me feeling regretful and repentant. And so what it, what good comes of that? And I, this is not the first time I've done <laughs> This is not the first time I've done that. And it's not going to be the last time I do it. But in the end of the day, I'm not accomplishing anything. I'm not helping myself. I'm not helping a listener. I shouldn't be treating listeners that way. And I really need to get better about not engaging. The right answer would have been exactly what Mike did. Geez, I'm sorry and just let it go. Then they get what they want. I get what I want insofar as this person go Charlie goes away and doesn't bother me anymore. And and yes it it god does it make me angry the way that that they wrote that email. But at least everyone is satisfied ish now and life goes on. And the thing that bothers me so much about the email they wrote is you know what? They were right to write that email. They were right in saying, "Hey man, that really bummed me out that that you didn't credit me when I when you when you answered my question." And if they had said it like that, I guarantee, and I think in a later email I actually said this to Charlie, I guarantee I would have fallen all over my I would have leapt onto my sword and felt terrible for not having done it. But because they came out with guns blazing, thank you very little, then uh it just tur- it turned everything sour immediately. And so yeah. this is a, this is, but that doesn't make it right. And it doesn't mean I'm not wrong for the record. I was wrong, but you know, the way it started just turned everything sour from the moment it began. And, and this is just a concrete example of a general trend that is causing me, like Mike said earlier, to get unnecessarily angry and to get unnecessarily worked up. And in the end of the day, I just either need to ignore it or move on and say, you know what? I don't argue on the internet. And this is applicable to anything. I mean, it's not just arguing on the internet. This could be applicable to your brother or sister or your mom and dad. I guess in summary, I just need to learn to pick my battles and I'm not doing a good job of it. So this is like a scenario where two wrongs just make a whirlwind of more wrong and it just gets wronger and wronger and wronger, right? Yep. That, that's what happens. And I appreciate that Like when I come into these sort of situations. I do argue sometimes on the internet, mainly on Twitter. So somebody will send me an email and they'll complain about something and I'll be like, what do you want me to do? Like, you know, people complain that we have ads, right? Or they complain about the something about the ad. Like, oh, I've heard X sponsor a bunch of times. And I'm like, I need to make a living. What do you want from me? I believe in these people. They are people that I like to work with and they help me make a living. Like, yep. I don't. I don't know what more I can do. Yeah, my favorite... My favorite is, um, oh, the ads take too long. And what I've never done, but what I really should do is as I'm doing the edits for either show, I should tally up the sum total of time we spend reading ads for every episode and compare that to the total runtime of the episode to, to show people that it is very little. It's about two to three minutes for every 20 minutes. Yeah, that, which is nothing. Oh, it just bother, it bothers me so much. So, so yeah, so stuff like that is, is a perfect example. 
there's a couple of things in the chat room which are really making me laugh right now. Uh, like underscore holy cow says, yeah, ads are the worst. And then Joe Steele says, there's too much mic on these shows. And that's M-Y-K-E in case you're confused. Yeah. <laughs> and then Ryan Myden is like, keep your revenue out of my free podcast. <laughs> I like it. They're funny. But yeah, so th- that is something that, that annoys me. And it annoys me now because it's like you are basically, you want to remove my income. Because people say, oh, we'll pay you. It's like, but I said to, I guarantee you, if we put these at, put these shows, either you pay for the shows or we have like a membership model, I would not make as much money as the sponsors give us. It wouldn't, which just wouldn't happen. It would not happen. No way. And I actually like working with sponsors. And and there's a there's an interesting thing where it's like working working with sponsors is different to having people support you directly because it you know people say there is a you know people say, oh there's a conflict of interest because you work with companies blah 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 and they dictate the stuff you talk about right that's something that I hear people say I don't agree with that but it's an opinion that people have but I actually think that there is an there is a similar conflict of interest when you have people directly support you yeah because let's say that you did a membership model and someone gave you a thousand dollars a month yeah and they wanted you to talk about X mm-hmm. how can you say no yep I so, completely agree. I mean, that is an extreme example, but it's something that I think about. But anyway, we're way off topic now. <laughs> but so I, I do engage in some instances, but I try and pick my battles. And and a way that I, I deal with this stuff, and this is this is something that this is advice that I give to anybody. Because if you feel that you can have a decent argument with somebody then then go for it like i i was doing quite a little bit of arguing on the internet a week or two ago about the sony stuff i was putting my point across but when i feel like i can't make a so then when i start to feel like the arguments are getting silly i stop now i don't try and be the bigger man because i don't believe in that but there are times where i'm like if i can't make a smart response anymore because this discussion has gone crazy i know that if i stop the other person is going to feel like they've won but i just let them win Mm -hmm. because i know when i need to stop I, i am very good in that i can recognize when i can't win this anymore and I can't even... And when I say win, I just want to come to a consensus with someone. And and quite a lot of the time that I quite like, and I feel like maybe this comes from my style, I don't know. But people will criticize and I will give my opinion, my argument. Then they will say, I, you know, that's just how I feel, but I love the stuff you do. And then I say, thank you very much. That is quite a lot of the time how these conversations go. And I like that because that's mutual respect is the way that they end. Mm-hmm. And, and that's something that I quite like. Somebody has an opinion. I have my own opinion. We share them. And then we move on. Yep. Rather than it getting like, you know, America, which was quite a lot of the responses <laughs> I was getting to the Sony stuff. And when it got to that point, I was like, I'm giving up now because I can't I can't talk to you anymore about this if that's the route you're going to take. Right. Um, sorry, America. <laughs> uh uh, there's American flags in the chat room now. Um, so there is a... I have an example of something. Now, 
There is a Twitter account that I have come across via searches. I have saved searches that you know that I, I look at from time to time because I like to see when people are linking to shows. I like to see the things they have to say, good or bad. There's an account that I came across. I don't want to name this account, Casey. Okay. I know which one you're speaking of, but that's mm-hmm. fine with me. Because you just found a link for it. Mm-hmm. People can find it. But basically, it's a podcast account. I've seen these things in the past. I've seen podcast review accounts. But this is a podcast account that is dedicated to saying... So I'm going to I'm gonna read the description because I think, you know, whatever, you can use your Google if you want. But podcast reads are getting way too long. They are meant to be read as if they are meant for the advertiser and not the audience. We listeners deserve better. That is what this Twitter account is, is, is based upon. And it effectively offers criticism about the length or style of a podcast ad. They're focused mainly around tech shows and mainly around the shows that we listen to. Um, and it frustrates me. Because this is an example of how I feel. How I know how this person feels. They enjoy the shows. They have their opinion about the way that the ads should be done. And that's fine. I have an opinion too. But my opinion is very biased because my opinion comes from a you are upsetting me because you are criticizing my work and I'm, and I'm a creative uh, star in the night sky. And how dare you upset me, right? That is my prima donna attitude. <laughs> and also, like as I said earlier, this person is criticizing the way that I put food on my table now, which now has become more, a thing that I'm more precious about because I'm insecure about it. Right? So I don't I don't want people to stop listening. And I, it's like a real tightrope walk that you have to, yep. to, to balance. And I feel like we're doing a good job and, and I like to receive constructive criticism and I have had some constructive criticism. Some people didn't enjoy the songs last week that really? we were doing on the shows. Yeah, some people just didn't like them, which is fine. And, that's a, and I have some people that are being silly about it. Some people gave some really thoughtful explanation and that I'm like, okay, so like this is clearly a difference of opinion. I like them. We Some people like them, but we're not going to be doing it all the time. And then like this person remembered back and was like, Okay, cool. That's that's great. Like you did it that one time because they felt that people wouldn't listen to them or hear them as much because they were like, you know, I think that podcast ads work because you read them. And right, and right. I totally agree with that. Like mm-hmm. where they were where she was coming from was a very valid opinion because she was concerned that we were going to start doing this all the time. But I was saying it's just a Christmas thing, we're having a bit of fun. Because the sponsors actually asked to do these so you know they're, they're you know our sponsors igloo and dash got i hope what they wanted out of it we had a bit of fun together over it um so i you know so i get this sort of feedback and and sometimes it's good sometimes it's bad but there can be good feedback and you can have good discussions with people and it was nice to hear from this person um that you know they were that they were happy with the um like with the outcome and they also believe what I believe, you know, that that podcast ads work because it's the individuals. Yeah, that's the thing is that this particular Twitter account, which will remain nameless, it's all it's doing is complaining about ads. And there's very little there's very little um, advice. I, that's not the word I'm looking for, but there, there's no it's just, oh, this one was too long. Oh, that was too rambly. Well, OK, I can I can infer what you would prefer based on the things that you're saying are bad 
but a better, like it, it's much better to say, here's what I don't like. And here's why. And here's how to make it better. And so few people do that. Charlie just said, eh, screw you for not crediting me. Well, you know what? If you had said that really hurt my feelings, that would have been an improvement. You know what I mean? But it's just, oh, people just lobbing bombs of hate across the internet. It's just so unnecessary and so frustrating. And what people forget is there are human beings on the other side. There are human beings that that are receiving these bombs of hate and they get upset about it. And and similarly, when you I threw one back, exactly. That's exact. Get out of my head. That's exactly what I was going to say, because I was so bitter about the fact that I received one that I wanted to throw one back. And that didn't help anyone. No, it makes it worse. It makes it worse. So anyway, back back to this, this account, this Twitter account. So I have my opinions on it and I look at it and I kind of want to, do you know what? That person may be listening, right? Could be. Um, because they've criticized some of my shows and they've criticized ATP. Mm-hmm. Maybe that maybe they like the ads on this show. Uh, <laughs> so probably not. No, probably not. So it's you know I have my opinions about this and 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 my opinions clearly differ to this person's opinions. They're like attacking my work, and and I'm kind of think to myself. So I, this is this is kind of the, the the thought process that I go through when I see something like this. You are attacking me, and why should you be allowed to do this? Yeah. And then I think to myself, you're bad-mouthing me publicly, but I should have to keep my mouth shut? I know that I'm kind of doing that now, right? And I appreciate the irony in what I've just said, because I'm now talking about them. But that's the reason I'm not naming them. <laughs> that, is, that is the sole reason I'm not naming them. I'm trying to keep this anonymous. If you want to try and find it, you can find it. But this person clearly wants to be public about these views because they created a Twitter account for it, so I'm being public about mine. But I'm trying not to engage in the argument, because I, I hope that, by, at least by this point, I have shown a considered balanced view, in that I understand why they feel that way, because that's the way they want things to be done, and I feel my way, because it's the way I want things to be done. Right? So I appreciate that where they're... And this is why I haven't engaged, because I appreciate that where they're coming from is their opinion, and their opinion is valid. But what annoys me and what upsets me is that in doing this, you're trying to gather people around you. Like, why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Like, what, is your goal to get 10,000 followers and then to put me out of business? What is your right. goal? Like, do you want reform in, in podcast advertising? Because the thing is, we work with our advertisers and they provide us with the things they want us to talk about. And I... We'll take that and I edit it. I take the things that I think should be spoken about, the things that shouldn't. And sometimes, I mean, we talk about quite involved things. And there are some ads that are longer than others because, not because the sponsor paid more, but because their product takes longer to talk about. Or for me to give an accurate view of that product, I have to talk about more of the features. Right? So we, we had Sketch Party TV last week. It's a game... It's, you know, you can kind of, I can explain it, I think, in a quicker period of time than I can talk about Linda because I have to give a more balanced view of what Linda can give you to show you how it can be applicable for you. Sketch Party TV is a game. I can talk to you about what the game does. I don't need to talk to you about 10 other games in the App Store. Right, right. right. So, like, if I was talking about the company behind Sketch Party TV, I may talk about the four games that they do. 
Right? So th- that my my what I'm trying to get at is there is different length, right? In in podcast ads, so in in all advertising, there are different lengths depending on what needs to be said. So what is like what is the intention of this person like what are they trying to achieve well it says it in one of their tweets and i'm going to try to rephrase it to to not make it too obvious but they basically say oh advertisements uh, lately have been terrible we hope that you know as podcasting changes that ads will evolve for the better but the comedy of it is if you look at all their tweets all like i was saying earlier basically all of it is oh that sucked that was too long that was too rambly and so little, and there are a couple, I mean, to be fair, there are a couple um, where they say, oh, this was well done. But the overwhelming majority of these tweets is, oh, that sucked. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, that was too long. Oh, that was rambly. Like, what What are you achieving by saying these things, you know? Yeah, and also, like, some of the ads that they that they think are good, I actually think are bad representations of the products. <laughs> I mean it, like, because well, I listen to the same shows. Well, what do you know about I, that? I mean, you don't have a back... Oh, wait, you do have a background in marketing. <laughs> uh, I mean, and that might be a bit biased to me because of it, because I, like, I don't know. I uh, I think, maybe think I know what I'm doing. <laughs> but who knows if I do. But anyway, so going back to it, I'm like, so I look at these things, and I'm like, so they, they are bad-mouthing me in public. Why should I have to keep my mouth shut? But then I start to think about what is this going to do to me emotionally? If I engage in this, because I can ignore them now, but if I engage in this, and hell, I've probably just done it. <laughs> I'm inviting on myself like d- arguments. Now, if, if this person wants to have like better conversation with me about this, I welcome it. But if they if they want to just continue saying this one sucked, I'm not interested in hearing it because I want constructive criticism because I, I promise you, I guarantee to you, when I receive those sort of emails, I think about it. Yeah, absolutely. And then when I'm reading the ads, I think about it. And when I'm making what we make, I think about it. So like people had criticized Upgrade. They criticized the fact that we don't really talk about tech, to, tech at the moment too much. So we've spoken about it on the show. And we said about how, you know, the show has evolved. And plus, there isn't a lot of tech news right now. And one of the things we've done, we've changed the description of the show to include the idea that we talk about creative people doing work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you know, so we've spoken about that as well, right? And because we, it, 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 I think it had been weighing on both me and Jason, so we wanted to address it in the open. And I think that the, what that's done is it's set the expectations a little bit more for the listener. So because we have received, we'd received some feedback that was useless but we received some more detailed feedback feedback that made sense and you took action on it and we took action on it yeah so i mean basically what i'm saying is and this what I, and what i'm trying to get across to you Jay, uh, jason, jason <laughs> what i'm trying to get across to you jason what i'm trying to get across to you casey is Whilst I understand why you feel the way you do about some things, you need to try and choose your battles. And you chose a bad battle in that email. I did. Oh, I absolutely did. You, 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 you really, I, th- I do think you did the wrong thing, which I didn't tell you at the time because you're my friend and I could tell you were upset. So I maybe wasn't completely honest with you. <laughs> um, but I know why you did it because I was two seconds away from doing it myself. 
And because but I just took the extra thought rather than sure. getting angry about it, just because I have had this for a long time, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's it's just the thing of it is is that I keep coming back back to and I keep trying to remind myself that in the heat of the moment when I fired off that email, you know, it, it was it was a mic drop. Um, you know, I, I felt like I had my, my particular fingers held in the air and I was really, I was really proud of myself. Like, Oh, I showed that guy. And then literally five minutes later, I was like, Oh God, what have I done? All I've done is remove any doubt that I'm a jerk. And is that really what I want this person to leave this conversation with? I just, I, I, I try to keep reminding myself five minutes after I sent that email, it was probably two minutes after I sent that email. I felt like, Oh God, I wish I had that moment back. And so as Joe Steele in the chat is reminding me over and over again, uh, this brings us to the movie War Games, which if you haven't seen it, it's so delightfully 80s, but it's a good flick. And um, and one of the things they say in War Games without giving anything away is the only winning move is not to play. And I think that's what I need to remind myself. So to bring this all back around, my goal for 2015 is not to play these games and not to let myself get sucked in not to let myself not to let myself get angry about these things or if i do not to act on that anger and to if i do act on it to try to take a different approach to it to say you know geez i'm really sorry i didn't credit you charlie it it wasn't deliberate it's not like i singled you out and said oh screw that charlie guy i just for whatever reason it slipped my mind i'm so sorry because if i had done that that person could have been my biggest fan. I don't know. That sounds a little self-involved, but does that make sense? Do you, you know what I'm saying? Like if I fallen on my sword like that, that would have left them feeling really good about themselves. Don't you think? Uh, maybe. I don't know. But the way you say that, I don't know if you intend it, but that sounds, I don't know. That didn't, that didn't sound, um, uh, you... <laughs> all right, so we'll just cut all. You that didn't out. sound. You didn't sound genuine. Well, that's because I don't need it right now because right, I'm well, still angry. But, but because so, I'm still right, angry. That's my about point. It. That's my point. The thing is, you need to appreciate it a little bit more that this is these are people's opinions that to them are valid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're absolutely right. I don't know. It's just tough. And so, I mean, maybe me not sounding genuine. Um, maybe that's even more hint that, that the only winning move is not to play and that maybe rather than trying to turn that frown upside down, I feel like I've said this on, said that on the show before, um, rather than try to turn that frown upside down, maybe what I should have done was just walked away and said, you know what? This person is going to be angry. There's probably little I can do to change that. This person is looking for me to get angry in return and to spread that anger. Isn't that like from Calvin and Hobbes? The only, the best way to get rid of a bad mood is to spread it. Um, and so this person's looking to spread their bad mood. And the, the best thing I can do for both of us, honestly, is to just walk away. I'm reading this account and I'm getting really angry again. Reading what account? The advertising account? Yeah. Oh, that's right. I was reading my emails back and forth with Charlie and getting really angry again. This is this is it though, right? Is that it? It, it makes because this is the thing, right? This is the thing that I come back to is like, should I be expected to argue or not? What yeah. do, what do people expect 
from me. Mm-hmm. Am I am I expected to take the high road because I'm the podcaster? Like, why Sh- should I not be a jerk because I I create something? Yeah, but and this is and this is applicable to other things as well. If you're the boss, uh, if you know, if you're at work and you're someone's boss, you could say these exact same things. Should I be expected to be the bigger, better person just because I'm the boss, even though this person, this subordinate of mine, is being really hateful and un, and un, and doing unnecessary things? You know, you can make all these same arguments. Yeah. No, oh, I. I... I don't know. I don't know. Basically, I just I feel like uh, you you are able to to make some change in the way that you do these things. Uh, I'm not perfect. I'm not saying you should follow like follow my teachings, Casey. Like I, I you know, that's not what I'm what I'm saying. But I think that there is um, that y- you are able to 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 deal with this stuff better, and you should be uh, dealing with it better because you shouldn't be letting it upset you. Uh, as much as it does, yeah. No, you're fundamentally, right. Fundamentally, fundamentally, you shouldn't. That that that's the main thing. Um, you shouldn't be. Uh, you know, you shouldn't. You shouldn't be allowing that because it's gonna it's gonna eat you up. You need to be better at like ignoring it. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, and I think one of the things that maybe I should try to commit to doing for you is not only trying to be better about not letting this affect me, but if I see somebody lob one of these at you, I should do what you did for me and step in and say, oh, geez, I'm really sorry that that we didn't handle that better. Because the right another right way for me to leave this exchange with Charlie would have been for me to just leave it as what you said, which is you apologizing basically on the behalf of both of us and, and leave it at that. And so what I'm committing to trying to do for you is to try to get in front of that. And if I see somebody lob one of these in your direction, I should be able to step in and say, geez, you know, I'm really sorry that Mike and I didn't handle that better. We hope you'll continue to listen and, and, you know, accept that we're not perfect. And this way you don't get yourself all worked up about it, hopefully. One of my, one of my, one of my, I give one piece of advice and I give this to you, I give this to everyone, the way that I deal with a lot of these things is I take screenshots of them or I take links to them and I show them to my friends and then we vent and then I leave it. Yep. And I think that's a really great way of doing it. So you just, you 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 show it to people you can trust, the people that you know are going to like agree with you whether they agree with you or not, right? Because they don't want to hurt your feelings. They'll make, <laughs> you feel better. They'll make you feel better about yourself. Like, oh, that guy's, right. a, that guy's a, a tool. You know, ignore them. And then then you don't need to do anything about it because you can feel like you did the right thing. I completely agree. So in summary, my goal for 2015, don't argue on the internet, Casey. You can do better. That's what I'm going to try to do. You can do it. I believe in you. Go team. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Analog. If you'd like to find the show notes for this week, including how you can get in touch with us to tell us what you think about us, go to relay.fm slash analog slash 20. You'll find a button there. Send us an email. I am on Twitter. I am at iMike. I am Y-K-E. Casey is at Casey Liss. C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-S-S. If you'd like to find our sponsors, which you should because they're awesome, that's lynda.com and squarespace.com. Thank you to those guys and girls for supporting us. We appreciate it very much. You help us do what we love to do. But we couldn't do any of this without you guys. Thank you so much for listening, as always, and for providing your feedback. And I want to stress that we love to get your feedback. 
please continue to send us your feedback. Yep, absolutely. Until next time, Casey Liss. Yes. Please say goodbye. I'll see you later, Mike. This week, Mike and Casey talk about setting goals for 2015, which leads to a discussion about arguing on the internet. Yeah, I like that. Which better. is funny because it makes it sound like we argue about the goals, but. Oh, that's true. That that actually. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. Ship it. Uh, Joe says something interesting. Okay, I'm sorry. Yes, please do tell me. Um, he said, uh, do you think that this show is too, too honest sometimes? And I said to him, yeah, but I think that's kind of the point. Sometimes I do this. I, I wonder if, if people listen to the show and then think that we're just. Mm, I'm not sure sometimes is the word I'm looking for or you're looking for. I think always is the word you're looking for. Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I think I think the draw to this show, I hope, is that you and I are saying things that most people don't have the courage to say, um, which is perhaps a little self-involved of me to say. But No, that's how I that well that was kind of part of what i wanted this to be like and that's and i genuinely think the best episodes are the ones where we say things that are considered taboo topics to talk about honestly you know mm-hmm. i i genuinely think that they they're the ones that are the best whether people think that or not i i feel that way because i, I feel like i've contributed to something yeah i agree and the funny thing about it is really if you think about it this is in many ways the um, the mo- the easiest show that we do in that all we got to do is like talk about feelings and crap. Like we don't have to be intelligent about analysis. We don't have to, we don't have to be analysts, you know, or anything like that. Um, but yet it's also the hardest that we do, which is the comedy of it all.